This is a Showbile podcast. We're just fucking two dudes chilling, fucking trying to trying to figure shit out on the fly. We are mm-hmm. pretty much professionals at this point, and that leads us into episode 46 of Bucks on Nucks. We are now pros. We're content creators. Check us out on YouTube. I, we're not going to be those pick-me dudes who are like, subscribe to our fucking YouTube, like, subscribe, thumbs up. It helps us with the algorithm, but guess what? We're, here to take, we're not here to take part. We're here to take over. It's a Shades On pod for half of the podcast right now. I got my Tua jersey on because the uh, uh, Dolphins are going to beat the fuck out of the Jets tomorrow at 3 o'clock. It's American Thanksgiving, or as Canadians call it, Thursday and Friday. Like, no one cares about American Thanksgiving except I get to watch football all day. I love it. Enough about me. My boy, the fucking star of the pod, the voice of the radio and not a face for TV, Stewie J. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. Like, how can I be fucking bad? Look at this burrito right here. Dude, a man can't pretty, complain with this fucking burrito, right? Life's you can't never show a better. fat dude a burrito and not have his mouth water. So yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm right with you. <laughs> uh, but face for radio. Um, I was gonna say, do you see the subtle, the subtle goatee I've got going on here? No, 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 you don't see it. You need it. You need it. Get right up close. You see it? You see it? No, <laughs> it looks. Like, well, hey. You can see it in person better, all right? I'll, I'll promise you that. But listen, listen, listen. I tried. I, I was like, maybe I'll participate in fucking uh, November, right? Because it's like, all right, uh, you know, I'm fucking 23. Like, uh, I've got to fucking be able to grow something. I quickly realized not very well. Um, and I haven't been my whole life, right? So uh, anyway, so then I, I kind of grew up the chin a little bit. You just kind of fucking... Apparently, I don't, but... There's no camera in the world that'll pick that up. (laughs) (laughs) I try to grow the chin a little bit anyways to balance it out because I'm like, this is not working up top only, right? So, um, and uh, you just chirped me off the top, but let me tell you, all right? When I was, in in my past days, I'd occasionally get um, the nice people, the very nice people uh, would tell me, especially if I had a hat on, they couldn't see my hair. They give me the Justin Bieber compliment, all right? Um, Which turns out, I think Justin Bieber's, uh, objectively a pretty good looking dude, but turns out it's not always a compliment anyway. So I'm deciding to wear this and may- maybe keep it a little bit <laughs> if you could even see it, but, uh, maybe I'll have to grow it out a bit longer, but I'm deciding to keep it around. And, and because, um, the other day I was at Wendy's, which, uh, previously I vowed to boycott completely for the rest of my life after I pooped my pants last time. But, uh, <laughs> Nevertheless, I found myself there once again. And a dude waiting for his order up top or about the front uh, told me, hey, man, you look like Paul Walker. And I was like, whoa. I was like, now that's definitely a compliment. That one I know is a compliment because that is a good looking dude. So thanks, man. That's a good looking dude. And I was going to tell him. a good looking dude. He was. It was, was. Rest (laughs) in peace. But I was going to tell the guy, like, you look like Shaquille O'Neal, but I figured that might not uh, have the same effect. But um, he did, though. But. so yeah, so that that was awesome. So now I'm, I'm I might grow it out a little bit. I might wear it permanently because of that compliment. But I was pretty geeked up for a while until I went home, looked in the mirror, and and realized it was a very very generous compliment. Oh dude, yeah, it's the, it's the worst thing in the world. You get a compliment from somebody, you're fucking fired up, and then you go and you look and you look yourself in the mirror, and you're like, 
That fucking person just lied to me. Like, I'm an idiot. I fell for not only an ugly, but I just fell for a fucking lie. God damn it. Like, how did this happen again? Why am I looking in the mirror again, looking at myself going, who the fuck is that guy? I'm not Paul Walker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or like, the worst thing is when you get a compliment, you don't know. that They're like, you look like so like, like this actor, and you don't know who it is. And you sit there, and you Google it, and you go, guy's fucking disgusting like what don't ever tell like say i look like that guy again like i don't look like kevin james like get the fuck out of here like it's a it's it's one of the worst the compliment game is such a backhanded thing where especially if you don't the person doesn't know you i've had that happen to me at a wedding where someone's like you look like forget who it was and i looked the person up i'm like why would you tell me this like i I, if i want to be disappointed I would hop on the scale. I don't need you to fucking, I don't need you to pile on. All right. God damn it. Leave me alone. I was just minding my own business. Um, like, this is just, this is why we need time on the pod here, Stu, is I cannot keep stuff on the rails. Like we would just sit here. We'll talk for 40 minutes. We'll be like, we didn't get into any sports. So I better stop it before it gets out of hand. And we don't have a long pod today. We don't have a big top pod today. You know, I'm a, uh, we're both busy guys. Stu's out here crushing burritos mid pod. That's almost impressive. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, coming from the gym. So gains and then burritos. This guy's fucking going to be huge by the time we get to episode 145. It's going to be, he's going to be as big as I am fat by episode 145. I swear to fucking God. But guys that are maybe going to be out of the NHL or not play on the Leafs until episode 145 of Bucks on Ducks, John Klingberg. I'm going to start with the Leafs. I'm going to start in the NHL. I, I saw something today. They put him on the long-term injured reserve. I heard an interview with Mike Johnson. We were talking about it before the podcast where he said he, he can barely walk. It's really hindering him. Um, if he gets diagnosed with a season-ending injury, that'll open up. I think it's f- either $4 million or $4.3 million that he, they signed uh, Klingberg for. That'll open up $4.3 million in cap for the Leafs. Uh, I think people hated on Klingberg a little too much here. Uh, I think he was he was played too much. Like he was getting, I, I looked it up and he was getting played like twenty minutes a night or something. Like he was getting played way too much, and people were really all over him. And it's like you can't play John Klingberg twenty minutes a night and expect expect it to be a successful thing. But I do think it's going to be a guy that, especially at that price, um, we're probably going to miss in our lineup. And you're not going to find someone that's really going to do what Klingberg does. I know it's like he doesn't bring a lot, but what are you doing with that extra 4.1? Are you mad about Klingberg? Do you think Klingberg ever comes? Like, do you think he resigns next year? Like, what, what do you think happens with John Klingberg and the extra cap space for the Leafs? Honestly, man, I haven't been a big fan of John Klingberg. Like, I will say, though, at the very start of the season, <clears throat> I saw a fucking... It was overtime. Number three D-man on the Leafs go back uh, into our own zone, uh, pick up the puck in the corner, make a risky play in overtime. I can't fucking totally recall what the exact play was, but I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was in, and like fucking naturally, I just started freaking out because I was like, Justin Hall shouldn't be doing this. And then I was like, wait a minute. And then he pulled it off and I was like, whoa, oh, wait a minute. It's Klingberg now. I forgot about that shit. But like, you know, I still got that Justin Hall trauma. So he's been an upgrade in, in that department. As far as I'm concerned, makes better decisions with the puck, but um, you through 14 games played, you'd probably like him to have more than five points and better than a dash seven. Yeah. Um, and on top of it, like he, he's not a guy that's going to play defense just to add on to your point. He's got two power play assists. They put him on the number one power play for a while there. Like, Dude, if you're going to run that number one power play and you're going to suck on defense, you better have five, six power play points by this point. Like, Exactly. So, I mean, I'll take, like, poor fucking guy. I mean, I'm, we're saying fucking terrible things. We, we do this sometimes. You know, some guy gets injured and we start looking at, like, the positives of them being injured and shit. 
or like, you know what I mean? But you know what it is? That sports sport, is sports. Yeah. And it's a business. And dog eat dog. Next man exactly. up. So, um, yeah, maybe we can utilize that space. Another D-man, hopefully. Yeah, and, it, and and I like obviously there's no um like there's no free. I don't want to use this space to get Patrick Kane. We talked about that where we don't think he really like we like you know as much as a great player Patrick Kane is he's going to help out a team that's contending to go to a playoffs. He is going to help out a team, but I don't think he really helps out this Toronto team. We talked about that, but on top of it, like I don't know who we like. We have a lot of guys on one year deals, and I don't know who you give up for like an upgrade for four million, right? Like, I don't know who you give up. Do you give up Robertson, like, to try to get an upgrade on D? Like, you know, do you give up uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, even though he's only on a one-year deal, to, like, another contender of, like, a guy who's struggling? Do you, do you maybe part ways with TJ Brody, um, a guy that I have been really disappointed with that maybe, like, I wouldn't want to trade because I thought he was great when he showed up last year, but Jake McCabe, I know he got off to a slow start because he was injured, but, like, who are you trading to bring in somebody? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we can do to... You know, to even utilize the cap space, right? Like, there's no free agent defenseman out there. And, like, other than P.K. Subban, like, I know he's still out there. I heard the uh, rumors that they were going to go after Dumba. Um, I, but with what? Like, I don't know what they're going to give up, and I don't know how they're going to utilize that space, but you know damn well they will because Toronto's always within $45 of the, of, of the hard cap. Um, I think Nikita Zadarov is probably the most likely target, um, considering he... Uh, seems to want out from Calgary and a lot of people have like immediately linked them to Toronto and it seems like a guy Toronto would uh, most definitely be interested in um, and it would help us for sure you know size and grit on the blue line it would be that would be it's pretty much the opposite of Klingberg um, but I don't think obviously you're not going to give up McCabe obviously nope. I don't know I agree I don't even know why you said that DK I'm not going to lie no, I'm going to tell you he's, out he, on what, the pod bro <laughs> well, no, no, that's that's why we're here. He, so how many how many points does he have in eleven games? Well, that's not zero. what he's there to do. Yeah, but he's got zero points. He's a minus two. He's playing eighteen minutes a night. He's got twelve shots, uh, twelve shots on goal. And like he, when I've watched Jake McCabe, looks a little bit slow. But I told, I said you're not going to give him up. I know he's off to a slow start, but it's because he started the season injured. He's played eleven games. He he might not like. He's not probably still at 100%. He's still a step behind. When he showed up last year, I think I was on this pod saying that Jake McCabe was my one of my like favorite additions to this team of all time. He was a better Jake Muzzin, in my opinion, and I think he still has that, especially when we have him at this year. Was it this year and one more, or this year at like two-point-something million? Like that's mm-hmm. a, That is a absolute steal, and I don't think you trade him. I don't think you trade Bertuzzi either because I don't think people are going to want him. He's on a one-year deal. I don't well, think you're going to get something good. It wouldn't be anyone off the roster. It would have to be. It would have to be uh, Robertson. Uh, no, well, Robertson plays. It could it, Robertson could end up being in there, but I, I'd probably. It would probably be like um, who's the kid that started the year? Fraser Minton or um, Easton Cowan. Uh, two lads that did had a good preseason probably are. Uh, two of our better prospects um, that are like the trade pieces that have any value to other teams. Uh, yeah. There's, Cause there's nobody on the current roster that uh, you can move or, or even it, you wouldn't want to realistically, like you're not going to move nice. Right. Um, you, no. you like his development. Uh, <clears throat> Robertson showing signs and, and if he's healthy, I, I like Robertson. Yeah. But Robertson's Especially- 26 now. Like he's not a prospect anymore. You know what I mean? The, Robertson reminds me of Nate Pearson. Like if you if you were to draw a comparison, like Nate Pearson, everyone's like, oh well, look at he's making. He's twenty two. 
Nick Robertson? Yeah, I watched him play in Yo. He watched him play in Peterborough fucking like two years ago. Years yeah, ago. when he was tw- when he was twenty. No, I, I I feel like Robertson's been around for fucking ever for some reason. You're right. He is twenty. He is twenty two. I guess I'm just an old bastard. But he feels like he's been around forever. I draw the the Nate Pearson uh like things to him where like you know that like Nate Pearson with the Jays is never going to work out. I feel like Nick Robertson with the Leafs is never going to work out. You <laughs> trade you trade Nate Pearson. You trade Nick Robertson. They're going to end up getting an opportunity playing first line minutes somewhere, whatever. And like yeah, yeah. they're it, they're going to pan out somewhere. But I just don't think it it, it pans out here. Like. I don't, I don't know why I have that feeling, but I do. Like he's 22. He's been crack. He's been trying to crack the roster the last two, three years. Uh, like there's a guy. That's like the only guy off the roster that you're right that I would, I would trade. And mm-hmm. even then, like yeah, it's like you don't really want to give him up. Like you said, I thought he was old, but I agree with you. He's 22 years old. He's still got potential. He's a guy that you know possibly could play in your top six. You're not going to do Nyes. Like you're not going to trade Nyes. You're letting Nyes play this season, regardless. Yeah. Like like full season. Um, whether it's and it, even if you have to send Nyes down at some point to the AHL, you're letting him play Won't all happen. season long in professional hockey. This is first full season of professional hockey. There's going to be some growing pains. Um, but yeah, I don't know who I don't know who really you're you're getting rid of to bring in a good defenseman. I think the biggest mistake for the Leafs this off season, I've said a couple times now, is letting Luke Shen walk. I know that sounds so stupid because it's it's Luke Shen and he's a sixth defenseman. He brought that an element to the team that. They didn't have. He could make a good first pass. He was physical. He would stand up for the team. He would eat like he just felt like a guy that kind of like I don't know. Like boys look back when he's on the point and they're like, yeah, he's not the greatest player. He's a sixth defenseman. He might get healthy, scratch more, but we trust that motherfucker. Like, and he's gonna be there for us. He's gonna go into the fight with us. I like that about him. I like the Zador, uh, Zadorov thing because I when I watched Calgary uh, in Detroit, there Tanev was way better, dude. Tanev is is very good, mm-hmm. but Z- we don't need Tanev. We have. Tanev in Brody. We have Tanev in Riley. We have Tanev in like, I don't like McCabe to like, we have puck moving defensemen, which is what Tanev kind of is. We need a a Zadarov to come in and play 16, 17 good minutes a night of just physical hard hockey. Yep. And I don't know. And I like the fact that instantly he's, he, it's like, uh, he like linked to us because tree living also just had him right but like so everybody from calgary they're on the block oh i bet you tree li- tree living's gonna fucking want him like it's it's kind of weird like i don't know what they think but i don't know I, I just still don't know who you trade for zadarov like what do you do you trade a second round pick like he's not worth the first like yeah i don't know like what's he really worth and if you can't sign him what's he really worth like yeah i dude it's these gm questions that him just leave me fucking speechless man in in, in like a way like at I can't really add anything for you. I just said, I, I can tell you like who are the likely pieces here and who are the likely pieces to go. But um, well, no, what you think, I'm know. not asking, I'm not asking you what you think, Brad, Jim tree or Brad tree living fucking things. I'm we, we, we have a, a, a sports talk show where we talk about sports. <laughs> so like we bring up a sports question and be like, I, I really don't know. It's like, well, <laughs> all right. But like, what do we got to do here? Like, I, if I'm if I'm tree living, I, I I agree with the first thing you said is going after Zadorov. It's exactly what we need on that point. We don't need any more puck moving defensemen. But speaking of defensemen, guy that I haven't been too high on, I heard someone talk about Morgan Riley for like a Norris Norris thing, like early in the season, being like a dark horse for the Norris Trophy if the Leafs go off and and go. And I I've watched Riley play. I thought he's been great this year, and his stats say the same. Norris Trophy's an absolute delusional Leafs fan, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I uh, has to Dude, quit. Hughes and, and McCarr have completely separated themselves from the pack. It's one of yep. them and it's uh, nobody it's else. Has even close. Yes. Unless they both 100%. get injured uh, miraculously, which, which would be terrible. But if, if yeah, it's, it's over already. 
He well, was, yeah, and, dude, Hughes looks nuts, like in fucking, and, dude, and Heronic. Dude, I, I can't believe how good this Heronic is. I brought him up last week, and I'm like, I knew who he was, but like, he was Joe Blow. He was Philip well, no, like, Heronic. He was just like, in Detroit, and Detroit, uh, for like, Detroit had cider. When, when Heronic actually started turning on, putting up some like fucking points and numbers, it was like, it was Cider was the D man there. Nobody really gave a fuck about Philip Peronic. And then and then uh Ben Sharon to put up, up too. Like Well, yeah, Sharon's dog shit. Fucking he 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 started putting up points and then he and then he comes to Vancouver and he's fucking turning on. I had a chance I was looking at him in my fantasy draft and I was like, I yeah, that might be my next pick. And then I was like, dude, I've already got JT Miller and Thatcher Demko. Like, what if Vancouver's just ass this year? And, Bro, there is and no then, way you were fucking debating taking Philip Ronick unless it was the last round. There's no way. No chance, dude. Look at dude. Look at his st- dude. We have a 16 team league, bro. It's deep as fuck. I drafted okay, fucking. 16, I guess. But... I drafted Jonathan Druin with my last pick. Yeah, but dude, th- there's no way in a f- <laughs> any fantasy league ever someone's like, oh, I made a really good pick. Got drafted, Philip Ronick. Got drafted. I can t- I can find it for you right now. Who drafted? Oh no, him? I'm not. I. I I, I believe you, but it's like it that's crazy to me. Like that is crazy to me that someone would would draft Philip Ronick. Cause like I said, he was I don't know. I'm I'm pretty uh like I watch a lot of hockey. I'm in tune. Like and Philip Ronick is like, in my opinion, was like a fourth, fifth defenseman on Detroit. Like yeah, he wasn't I wasn't yeah, I wasn't gonna I draft him. Like But if you had Philip Ronick in the crosshairs, like I would I would applaud you, but watching you draft uh was it Tanner Janot last year on a live stream until I run, this is going to be the steal of the draft. <laughs> yeah. I, if you would have drafted Philip Ronick and we were on a live stream, you know for a fact that you would have been like, fuck, this might be fucking Kudrow 2.0. Like, there's no way yeah. you would have faith in that pick, but I respect the absolute fuck out of that pick. I was all over uh, Thatcher Demko this year. I have Elias Pedersen in one of my leagues. Like, I, I yeah. kind of, I pictured the Canucks being good. I know we talked about it last week. Um, they are good. But let's stick on the Leafs just for a little bit longer. We can't talk about the Leafs without talking about William Nylander. Um, you know, I like the fact that Nylander's like, no, nah, I'm going to fucking bet on myself. You guys didn't make it a priority to sign me or whatever. I'm going to bet on myself. I've seen the narrative out there with everybody where as soon as it's the Leafs, like people are making $4 million a year more than they would anywhere else. Or like, like if this guy was playing in Tampa, they'd be like, he's going to get less than Kucherov. He's going to get less than points. He's going to get less than Stamco. So he's going to be around the nine, like eight, 8.5, 9.5 million range. But because in Toronto, they're like, well, they gotta pay him ten. You gotta pay him more than Tavares, so he's gotta get ten point six, ten point seven. And it's like fucking a. Like, what do we do with Nylander? Because he's he's a great player. We can, almost can't let him go at this point. Oh, he's gonna get an absolute bag, dude. Yeah, you know who Coach Chippy is on TikTok? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those those his videos are fucking hilarious. And the Nylander one he did recently, like Nylander uh, negotiating his new contract. Uh, check it out, I guess. But. Uh, it, it might end up being like that. Like, uh, they're going to offer him 10, right? I assume, right? Just just give you a nice solid number. Well, here, Willie, here's 10, right? And he's not going to accept 10. He has 27 fucking points, doesn't he? He's almost like two points per game, almost, just about. Um, yeah, he's got 27 and 17. So, uh, yeah, so he's going to say, fuck no, 10. And I'm going to go to 11. He's going to be like, wait a minute. I, j- I mean, we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. But at this point, let's say uh, all the the numbers carry on, all the ratios right carry on at the end of the season. He's going to say, 
I cleared Matthews and Marner, and you're paying them both 13, so they got to be in that range, right? So no, no chance, dude. And if, then they're if, gonna say no. So I do. This is what I'm saying is I think I think this is might be Nylander's last season as a Leaf. It's against the blueprint, right? It's against the blueprint, uh, the Leaf blueprint. But it's not Dubis here anymore, right? Dubis, I would still be like, yeah, he might end up giving fucking Nylander 14 million dollars. Who knows? But uh, or or once again, he'll be out till fucking December, right? Or no, be, would he be a UFA? Well, he's yeah, he's a UFA after the after this okay, year. Okay, yeah, so. and so yeah, he'd probably just end up fucking giving the guy fuck. Yeah, he's gonna get paid, bro. Uh, and Tree Living and the GM, like I don't know his like history. Uh, how long was he the GM in Calgary for all those like uh, for like the Huberdo and Kachuk and Goudreau and all that yep. fiasco? Yep. Yeah, see, that's what fucking that's what. Nylander's not a leaf, my friend. Nylander's <laughs> not a leaf next October, my friend. So I'm gonna no, I, and, and I'm going to uh, I'm gonna ask you this question of yep. uh, because i'm gonna uh, we're doing a, a little bit of a, a game i guess later is like finish this sentence and i'm gonna take bradtree living's spot and it's like but what number what number makes you like or like okay you're not gonna come to an agreement on a contract like are you tra- are you are you trading them or you letting them walk um i'm letting I'm letting them walk, I guess. Like, there's no, like, what do you mean? I can't, you're not going to trade Nylander at the trade deadline. If you guys can't sign him for fucking next year, and this is his career year, is, 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 dude, like. Well, you want that. You want the guy's fucking humming on the, he's your best player right now. I know, but then it's, it's no different than the fucking Raptors with, now you, you watched fucking Van Vliet. Yeah, well, you it watch, is different like, because Kalani, the Raptors weren't going to compete. The, the, at least Toronto, like, has a good lineup. That, the Raptors that may- won a championship and let Kawhi walk for nothing, Ibaka walk for nothing. Like, like next year, let yeah, Van and they Vliet won a walk champion. for nothing. This year I know, but then the they, let, they, they let Van Vliet walk for nothing. They waited till it was too late with Lowry to get anything for fucking Lowry when they were garbage. It's a like, different situation. Totally different. No, what I, but what I'm saying is the results would be the same. You can't let just you can't have these guys come in here that are at their highest value. Where like, dude, if you're telling me at the trade deadline, if you're not going to be able to sign Nylander and fucking, you have to you know, keep him. You're just going to you, get rid of Nylander and then, and then you just no, fucking, it's not getting rid of. This is this will be the highest value that you can get. Like, there's no way that you can you, like. Well, with who's Nylander gonna, having, who, what's going to replace Nylander's value right now? Well, no, the no, best like, player on the team right now. Who? What's going to replace his value? But right that's now? the thing. Like, he's he's. The best, but it's 17 games in, right? He has, how many years has, has Nylander been in the league? Six? Seven? Like, this is his best 17-game stretch he's ever put together. This is not who William Nylander is. Like, uh, this is his best. This it's is different because it's the start of the season, man. Like, he's, he comes out at the start of the season, has his best 17 games, and kind of, you're kind of convincing me that Nylander took a step forward this year. If yeah, but just, nobody, if nobody said that heater, about Matthews when he went two fucking ha- or three Hatties in the first five games, and then they weren't like, we've seen him oh, do it shit, before. this contract's a steal. No, he never had done that before. He never had done he, he that before, that level. in his first game. I know, but he had three, he had nine goals in his first, like, in th- he had three hat tricks in, like, his first fucking, what, five games? I'm pretty sure they yeah, were like, that's, that almost had, like, never happened. It, it was three in his first, like, six or something, but still, yeah, yeah, I guess. I know what you're saying, but you're not... <laughs> I think you're playing for like in be a GM mode here. You're like, you know, you don't trade a guy that is your, your best player at the trade deadline just because he's not going to sign. You hope that maybe you can work something out in the fucking offseason, change some minds because you can't let him walk because you're, you're a competitive team. The Raptors is a completely different situation because 
They were they were very mid last year. I know, and they let they still let Freddie walk for nothing. I know, and that's like, why people are pissed. Nobody's gonna be pissed if Nylander stays. Well, no, but it's like that's everybody, every big fucking star with the raps, like they've just been able to walk out with absolutely getting nothing back in return. I remember when, when, like, even like with Sundin, like we didn't get anything back for him. It was kind of a fucking sh- shot in the dick, like Roberts, Newendike, like all these guys that just kind of like, you know, regardless, we were so good. We made the playoffs those years, but they got to walk for fucking nothing. And it, it's just, it's a different fucking feeling, man. Like, like, Especially, like I said, like Nylander's, Nylander's great, but this isn't who Nylander is, man. I was the same fucking guy who's saying, like, I was a Nylander fan, and then last year I called out an icing play, like an icing call in the first round that Nylander didn't fucking hustle out at all. And I'm like, you fucking can't win with this guy. That still hasn't <laughs> changed for me, right? And on top of it, if like you're not going to be able to afford him regardless. Like, I'm looking up, like, NHL players' contracts. Right? I'm going through the fucking the active list. Like, are you going to give him... Is he more valuable to this team than Sidney Crosby is at 8.7 mil? Is he more valuable to the team than Alex Petrangelo at 8.8? Is he more valuable to the team than Kale McCarr at 9 mil? Like, well, what does comparing do? It doesn't make your, that doesn't change anything. If, like, I don't know what you're saying. No, like this, this, well, the salary is like what you said. When you're like, he's going to ask for 13, 14 million dollars a year. If they're that far off, like, dude, he is not more, like, Vasilevsky makes 9.5. Vasilevsky is more integral to his team than fucking William Nylander. Like, Braden Point makes 9.5. Like, Rantanen makes 9.25. Adam Fox, 9. Point, like, that's the range that he should be in. If it's 11, 12, 14, like, and he wants to make fucking more than Marner, like, go fuck yourself, Willie. Like, get the fuck out. Like, like we'll <laughs> trade you at your highest value, and we'll get, we'll get something back. And now we got, you know, $14 million worth of fucking cap space to deal with. And we're going to bring two guys in that are great. Look at what Florida Panthers did. Dude, they traded Huberto in a contract and Uyghur in contract years to get Matthew Kachuk in a contract year. That's worked out so great for them. And they, it's like Huberto and Uyghur were integral parts of that team forever. They were a great team. They were trading away their first line defenseman totally and their first again, line though. winger. Totally different. They were, that in was what? in the off season. That was in the off season. They knew they were going to, both those guys were walking. They knew both those guys were walking, and they said they don't want to play here anymore, and they traded them. Nylander was going to finish the season regardless with the Leafs. If you trade them, then you just loot. You're making yourself less competitive. And I don't. I know. I know you, you said you can't win with this guy, but the last three years he's been the best player on our team in the playoffs. You no, say you can't win with no, Nylander. No. We watch Marner throw fucking fourteen pucks into the stands and take penalties and terrible moments, and they've all been slow. The last three years, he's been a point-per-game player in the playoffs, which is not easy to do. And I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can almost guarantee you, I would I would put money on it that Matthews, uh, Marner, uh, haven't been. And okay, but who's a fucking so better player? At one point, I would who's have agreed with player? you. When we, were playing, when we used to play Boston in the playoffs, like uh, 2017 or 18 or whatever it was, I was a little bit pissed. And I was like, this. We're, I, I was saying the same thing. We're never going to win with this guy. But then when we play Montreal... We get fucking bent over by Montreal four games in a row, and they reverse sweep the shit out of us, and and or well, whatever, almost. And then uh, the only guy doing anything is fucking William Nylander. Uh, changed my mind, and then last year he had a good playoff too, in my opinion. So, um, seven twenty-seven points in seventeen games. He's up there among the league leaders. Uh, just fucking showed out in Sweden. I'm saying, uh, like, you're not, you can't move the guy. You're gonna make your, you can't make your team less competitive. If he walks, he fucking walks. Yeah, but like that's what I'm saying is like that. Him walking, 
and you getting nothing and opening up. He he is arguably the biggest steal of a contract in the league right now. Arguably the biggest steal at so like why 6.8, would, exactly. 6.7. Why would you so get dude, rid of that? Be, because if he walks, you're not going to be able to replace anything of William Nylander. You're going to get zero value gonna, for William Nylander, and you're not going to get anybody for 6.7. You could probably happen. get someone of equal value that you need more Right, if you trade Nylander at the deadline, you get sixty fucking games out of Nylander. It's fucking that far off. You're not going to sign him. You could still do a trade with William Nylander you're involved in it. Value. That's going you to make your team better. The best contra- no, you, you just said he's the best steal in the league as far as value right now. So why? How that makes the possibly- loss of the offseason even worse. That makes but how it even would you harder possibly to make the team better though? How would you possibly make the team better if he's the best value in the league and you move him? How are you going to possibly make your team better? I mean, trading like, the best value player in the league. How is that making it? You can't make if, if If that's what you're saying, it'd be hypocrite or be contradictory completely to say that you can trade up and make and, and make your team better. Well, to me, to me, it's like I feel like if you trade William Nylander now or like in, in the at the trade deadline, you're going to get more value than six, the six point nine million dollars that you, of cap space you're going to get when he walks for fucking nothing. Because guess what? This team ain't fucking winning a cup regardless of it. They aren't winning a cup. They're not going past the fucking second round. This team is not good enough to do that regardless. There is a thing where it's not the Dubas regime anymore. Where like we can't just keep doing the same fucking bullshit as we've done all year, every year, and expect to be like, now we're going to win a cup. We still don't have a goalie. We still don't have good defensemen. We still are the same up front. We're rolling with the same fucking guys. William... Willie Austin Matthews in the playoffs has 44 points in 50 fucking career career games in the playoffs. William Nylander has 40 points in 50 games in the in the playoffs. And it they, regardless, like it hasn't fucking amounted to shit. <laughs> nothing. 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 Shit. Well, we have to set a fucking sports record. You're guaranteeing doom, though. You're guaranteeing doom getting rid of Nylander. I hear what you're saying. You don't want to lose a guy. You don't want to lose a guy that's on a heater right now that has value that might not end up fucking signing with the team, especially if it's guaranteed pretty much he's not going to end up signing back with the team. But you have to understand, you can run this situation back 100 years in a row with Brad Treliving or who, pretty much any GM in the league or anybody except maybe if you were behind the fucking or you're in the fucking press box. You can run this by anybody and it will 100 times out of 100, Nylander will remain a leaf till the end of the season. 100 times out of 100. You can't... You can't no, a hundred times out of a hundred. You can't. First of all, you're a competitive team. The, second of all, the fans have watched you get fucking doused in the fucking first round. Uh, Seven years times in a row, setting a sports fucking right? record. Yep. Exactly right. So, and finally, you made. So, you, it seems like we're making progress, right? We made out of a first round last season, right? Not really. <laughs> well, we did. And then I know, no, but that's not progress, dude. We were supposed I know, to be winning cups the last six years. Like, okay, listen, listen, though. Right, so what would that what would that say to the fans if like we just witnessed this? We we just had to put up with this shit for seven or eight years now, um, and now you fucking get rid of our best player at the deadline. So you're pretty much giving up. Then third, you have to find a you have to find who are you going to target in a trade for Nylander? Third of all, tell me some names later. I'll tell you if it's even possible. All right. Think of them oh, okay. now. I don't, then, I don't like then, to listen, play a GM now. Is just like no. I'll tell you. <laughs> like and, then, and then and then all of the if you like a guy, the team has to be a suitor too. What team is going to take on Nylander and then give you a fucking uh, a, a competitive player back? A team that wants Nylander is also the team that wants to keep their fucking competitive players, especially if he's going to be a rental. He's a UFA. There's not going to be like Arizona's not going to be fucking knocking at your door and fucking offering you fucking Clayton Keller or something. You know what I mean? 
well, it would be the situation like with the with the Kachuk thing where he gets traded. He's already got a contract signed. It would have to be that type of situation. It's hard to do that midseason. And I'm playing devil's advocate big time here. I would rather trade Marner than Nylander. You know how much I hated Marner in the playoffs last year as well. I'm playing devil's advocate big time because the thing that you you run the risk of is the pure Luke Dubois trade, right? Hmm. He wanted out, and dude, they got like Gabe Velarde and Aya follow for Dubois like that's just not good enough man you didn't you did like Dubois is way better than that I understand you run the risk of doing that I just don't want to see William Nylander walk um and that's kind of going to bring me into like our game here I, we, we, we're going to kind of wrap this up quickly I'm going to go first and it's a it, this is a finish this sentence so interrupting this chat quickly to tell you about Zencaster Zencaster is the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy It's what Ty, DK, and I use to create this show for you guys, as it allows us to come together from the comfort of our own homes and record our episodes virtually. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests and feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. If you thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, those days are over. With Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform, you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com pricing and use our code NUX, that's K-N-U-C-K-S, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all our podcasting content needs it's time to share your story. If I'm Brad True Living, if I offer this contract, William Nylander will stay. And I think it's around the 10.5, 10.7 range that I think he would accept. You believe I, that? 10 point, I, I do. I, 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 I just, no. so, uh, so that's just what I, I think. That's, that's where like, they start from the, from the leaf side. Like, well, like if you look at like the, you know, the, the $10 million a year players, like, I don't know, he's, He's right there with them. like Kucherov makes nine point five, Point makes nine point five, like, and that's what they do these in these contracts. When it goes to arbitration, it's ago. about comparables. It's about comparables. Like that's what they do. And like arbitration, they they say, here's your stats that you've had over the last year. Here are guys that have had the same fucking stats, the same efficiency ratings, the same everything. Those are the yeah, money they're getting. UFAs here's what you're worth. I don't think UFAs do arbitration. I think no, but I'm saying that's how it's. Fun. That's how it like. That's how it is, man. Like that's why yeah, Matthews was like. It's like, it's like he, our comparables are, are. You're gonna first. You're gonna go to your team. You're no, my comparables yeah. to my team, and I and I'm making significantly. You're offering me significantly less than all of them, and I. And if this continues, I outperform them. Yeah, no, dude, you outperformed them once. You've been on the same team as them since what? So yeah, that's what they say. Two thousand and like, sixteen. Since 2016, you've been on the same team as these guys, and you've been the third best player on the team. By the end of this season, stats are going to tell you that William Nylander is the third best player on the team. You're yeah. not going to get paid. like You are going to get the John Tavares 10.5, 10.7, 10. 10.8, but you're not get, you, he, he doesn't deserve more money than Marner. He doesn't deserve more money well, than Matthews. No fucking chance. He he'll get that does same not money. If it. he goes at, no, I... I Hey, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm just saying if he goes elsewhere, he'll get it. I promise you. So oh, I, why, I agree with so that. Why too, is he going to stay? Why I, is he going to? Why is he going to accept ten seven? He scored forty goals last year. Like I, I know what you're saying. Like he's, he, I, you, I know what you're saying, and I agree with you still that Marner and, and Matthews are our two best players. However, um, I, we'll see how a full season goes. But even with that thought in mind, he's still a still a forty goal scorer. 
um, a point per game guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, or a point historically, and now he's even more than a point per game guy. So uh, he's going to get his money elsewhere. Just because he's a third best player on our team doesn't mean he can't be the best player on a successful team somewhere else. I, and, I, and I agree with that. And like, this goes back to what we talked about last week, Jack Campbell, David Clarkson, th- people make the biggest, like the most amount of mistakes on July 1st. And mm-hmm. Willie Nealander is a big fucking fish. Yeah, you're right. He might fetch like if an Arizona, someone like, you know, Chicago, like Chicago would be a great example where they have no fucking, like they have so much cap space and they got Bedard and they're really looking to make a splash. They'll, they'll offer him 13. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to sign Bedard, it's the cap's going to go up. But you're going to keep your GM hat on because I know how much you like being a GM. Okay, you're Ross Atkins. Finish this sentence. My biggest concern this offseason is third base. You agree? Mm, kind of like I think there's more than one. But that's why I said biggest concern. I think there's a few concerns with that team. Well, well but, third base also like rolls. Like I mean, I mean that as it and like you need to fill that position and it has to be a good hitter. You know what I mean? Yep. That's the most so important like, move it, of your offseason. Like that, that's kind of what hitter, the finish big, the center. What's my big hitter? And hopefully he's a third baseman. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's I, I would have I would have answered that probably pretty similar, but I would have said also I would have brought in like Alec Manoa. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Fuck. It's kind of the I mean, X factor where like if he's if he comes back and is like he did in the first, now you're a serious, like a seriously good team. But if he's like last year, it's like, uh oh, we're a little bit we're a little bit weaker out here. And that's what but I agree with you. You need a fucking third baseman. Um, I lo- I don't want Shohei. Like I don't think we're gonna. Get- I do- I want Shohei, but I don't think we're gonna fucking get him, dude. We have no Yo, chance. Yo, I meant um, to look in. Did did they like wine and dine Shohei? Yeah, he's gone to meet with a bunch that. of teams. So this is where I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you on the fucking seat here because my next question, perfect segue into it, was when I sit down at the negotiating table, and I'm Shohei Otani, I'm starting at blank number. <laughs> Oh, from Shohei Otani's side? Yeah, like what you're sit, you're sitting down Dude, and you're I'm like asking for the fucking city, man. I don't know. Wait, you could ask for anything, realistically. He's gonna but find he's, he's got Tom, remember he's got Tommy John, so he did, he's not gonna pitch next year. Know. He's only hitting. Like he'll get so by the time he he'll get fifty, like I said. And you said no when we started this pod. It was like first one of the first like three episodes, and you're we were talking about how much Otani's gonna get when when the time comes, and I said. I said it's going to be over 50 uh, average annual value. And you said no. And it's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's near where it even starts, though. Well, I, I saw something that was like a, a, a comparison, like th- maybe thir- like 12 or 13 years or 10 years at like 700 million. It's like, holy fuck, was I ever wrong? Like, yeah. like, that is absurd. Like, I also, there's part of it too. Like, do you know what the salary cap is in baseball? Cause I sure as fuck don't. I don't know how much you can pay a there fucking isn't. guy. Like, well, there's, there I know it's like the there's luxury a, tax yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But so there's that one. So I'm gonna keep my GM hat on here. I'm the I'm the Oilers GM here. What do I do? What's my next move? Like my next move is, and I'm gonna go in and be say I don't fucking know. Like <laughs> you can't tire fire this because you got McDavid and Drysaitel there. You're not good enough. You don't have a goalie. You can't get a save. You have no depth. You have no money to go and spend. If I'm the Edmonton Oilers GM, my next move is getting fired. <laughs> like, yeah. like, there's nothing he can do. His hands are tied. He kind of inherited the situation, I'm pretty sure. He's made his bed. He's going to have to lie in it. He is going to be gone. I'm going to put you in another one here. I'm Sheldon Keefe. How many games am I benching Ryan Reeves this year? 
I, dude, see, this is the thing about Ryan Reeves. I told you it might turn into the fucking Reeves show. And I've heard other people say it before the season. It's going to turn into the Reeves show. And then you saw fucking Lil Grin go down and nobody fucking, <clears throat> nobody stood up for him. They asked Reeves in the dressing room. He was like, oh, he's lucky I didn't see him and shit. But the, the dude, def- I can't lie. Like, good hockey player. Objectively no, good hockey player. No. But for uh, compared to NHL guys, He's a bit of a fucking plug. He's a bit but of a se- fucking pylon. Seven, he's averaged seven minutes a night. Seven minutes, I wouldn't 32 even seconds a night. That's there, the lowest in the fucking league. I wouldn't far, have even probably. made that contract. Dude, it's, it's the Everyone most absurd loved it contract. Everyone I didn't like it right from the start. Everyone loved it for some reason. I, I think they loved the guy, right? So everyone in Toronto, like my some of my favorite years watching Toronto is he's when we were literally- 80, bro. Dude, oh, I know. I'm, I'm my, but some of my favorite years watching Toronto was when it was Fraser McLaren, Colton Orr, Mike Brown. They were just going out there beating the fuck out of guys and playing four minutes a night and getting in a fight. Those are just uh, Ty Domi's one of the favorite. Darcy Tucker. These guys are like their their crowd favorites. Yeah, when it comes to Toronto, but anymore. that contract's absurd and the guy's garbage. Like, like it's not the in same terms of the NHL. players are faster. You got you got to be able to at least keep up. Like you can't be. You're not gonna. You don't deserve to play if every time you're out there, you're hemmed in your own zone. You know what I mean? And so you can't, and especially like if you're like, barely fighting. Like at least Colton Moore, like, like when he was out there, like you'd see fights like probably fifty percent of the nights, like he was oh, out dude, there fucking fighting. I I used to love it because my and favorite sound would be Colton Moore or Fraser McLaren. It'd be like he had three seconds of ice. It's the middle of the second period. He's got three seconds of ice time. He's fought fucking off the draw. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. that's what he didn't even he not even fucking playing because Ryan Reeves has fallen into this thing. And you're right, the leagues change. You don't need him. He's not fast enough. He's not a good enough skater to even lay the body. So, like, he can't even be physical. And yeah. when the shit happens to Lilligren, he ain't on the fucking ice. And he's not getting out the whole period. So, he can't even fight him until next time they meet. And it better be off the draw because he's fucking garbage. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I don't see it. Um, One last one here. I'm going to give you one guy on the Leafs. Uh, just because this has been a Leaf-centric pod. We might as well wrap it up with the Leafs. One guy that you you think needs to pick it up. Like one guy to step up and one guy to, that's going to probably cool down. Like we're seeing the best version of this guy right now. Um, you start with who you think has to pick it up on the Leafs from what you've seen, stats, whatever you want to, like whatever you decide. I'm going to say Bertuzzi mm-hmm. to pick it up. That was a con. That was a signing that a lot of people were um, excited for. Um, who do you think? <laughs> See, after everything, like it. Like the 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 obvious answer for who's going to cool down would be Newlander, right? Just based uh, on history, right? Y- y- yep. And and I so I'll start or Tavares, with Tavares. Like Tavares, maybe might settle down a little bit. Tavares um, been a point per game guy like it's like his whole career. I feel like he doesn't yeah, get, like, he doesn't get like every a, single time. I feel like like he's aging, and I feel like every year I feel like this is going to be a step back year, and it never yeah, is. And he, so. he just somehow yeah he somehow you look at the end of the year like fuck he had. 30 goals and 80 points. Like yeah. <laughs> you had a point per game. It's, it's, it is like, yeah, Tavares is uh like he's aged. Well, I hope he comes back and does league minimum. We talked about that, but um, you're right. Tyler Bertuzzi, he's playing 15 minutes. And he did have a chance. My guy that I think is going to uh, cool off here is Morgan Riley. Um, yeah. We've watched Morgan Riley play his whole career. He's playing 24 minutes, 46 seconds of ice time a night right now. That's his average. It's 24. He's almost playing 25 minutes a night. He's got 15 points. He's got, he's a plus seven. Um, he's got four points on the power, but it's like, I don't know. I think Riley's good, but dude, like this is this is the best ver- uh, seventeen game stretch we've seen Morgan Riley ever play in his career too. Um, I think he's a guy that's going to slow it down, and that'll roll me right into a guy that's kind of got to pick it up. And I'm stuck between a couple guys. It's very easy to look and say Ilya Samsonov. 
like very easy to look and go, yo, Samsonov, you got to, you have, I a, didn't even a, think a, about goalies, but yes, well, 878 save percentage and yeah, a 356 yeah. goals against average. And walls played more game, like more games than you as like, I know he's four, one and two, he's lost two games overtime, but the save percentage and the goal goals against average speaks for itself. That's too easy of a pick. I am going to go with a guy. I don't want to go McCabe. I don't want to pick on McCabe, like in terms of got to pick it up because he started the season hurt to me. <laughs> I know it's his first full season. Matthew Nyes. When I watch, he's been out there playing with Matthews and Marner. And I just like, it's like, buddy, like, I know you're a good player, but like, you better start showing that you can play with these two guys or else you're going to, you're going to be on the third line quick because like, I don't know. Max Domi's played really well. He's got nine points in 17 games. Like, like he's got no goals, but man, you put him on that line with Matthews and Marner. I bet you he brings that, that element kind of different than like, or if Robertson catches a heater here, he could take a, I think Nyes needs to kind of step it up. I don't know what exactly he is. Like, I don't know if he's going to be a point per game guy. If he's going to be a 60 points in 80 games with like physical, cause he's not like very physical. He just doesn't like, I don't know if you're playing with Marner and, and, uh, and Matthews, like, you got to bring something extra to the team, and I feel like he's a guy that's got to step it up. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like he has, he he comes in bursts. You know what I mean? Like when the first game he was up on that line, he went crazy, and every and we thought like we just found a new pair, and this is this is nice opportunity. And then like have a couple games with no points at all, right? So like I I I, I still like him, um, and I think. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to be either, but he's definitely a guy that makes plays. The the one and and I don't mind him. Like, there's never really a point where I'm like, "Fuck, I hate Nyes out there." To this game nope. type thing, right? So, yep. so even when he has like a, a kind of quiet game, like it's it's good because it's quiet and you don't really notice him like making like too many mistakes out there. Except for the one thing I'll say is he's so reckless with his stick when he doesn't have the puck. I mean, like, uh, and he he has uh, twelve penalty minutes. Which is more than all six, our top forwards. Six minors too. Like right? he didn't. Hey, he didn't have a ten in there. Oh. He didn't have a five minute flight. So he's got six so, minor penalties. Yeah. And I and I don't remember them all, but I can probably I, I feel like there's a good chance all six of them were stick infractions of some sort. Slashes, mm-hmm. hooks, trippings. He's just fucking. I don't know. He's a fuck. You know what I mean? Like he's just like whacking the like guy. Just whack shit around. You know what I mean? So so here, uh, here's what I'm saying with Nizel. Got to step it up. Him even having five goals right now. He's got five goals and 18 shots. He's got 27.8 shooting percentage. Like 27.8. Yeah. percent That's gonna come down, right? So you can't play on Matthews and Marner's line and just have quiet games. If you're if we already know like your production, you're not gonna score five goals every 18 shots in the league. He's just not. He's not gonna fucking do it. So that's gonna that's shooting percentage is gonna come down. Also, he's only taken fucking 18 shots. The other two guys on his line have taken 70, 39. Neil has taken 77. Tavares, 58. Like, the other guys that are on those lines have taken way more. I get it with Matthews and Marner, but, like, dude, you can't 18 shots. Like, that's too quiet of a game, right? Like, yeah. too quiet. Like, so, in my opinion, that's just, that was, like, a hard pick. Who do you think's got, like, who you went You went with who's stepping it up or who's who's going to cool down? Like, did you say Nylander? I s- I said Nealon is probably the, the the. I would agree with you now that you expl- like kind of talked about it. I would agree and say Riley as the guy that might cool down. Um, as far as who's got to step it up, I still stick with Bertuzzi. But I didn't even think I would have said Samsonov off the top, but I wasn't thinking goalies. So, uh, so Samsonov number one, and then I think like Bertuzzi, I know has more in him, especially on. Like when you have him on a line with fucking Matthews and Marner every once in a while, and start the season, I expected more out of him. 
But yes, flashes, I, and I'm like, wow, I like how this could turn out. Like, I'm on this line here. And then, but I don't know. It just hadn't seemed to work. It, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, we'll wrap it up like this. I'll get your last thoughts on this. Um, we, we, were, we were going short pod today. We, we're actually, I'll, before we get out of here, I'll tease our, uh, our next, next week's uh, podcast. But with this Leafs team, like, I don't know, a lot of the signings, man, not not the right nucleus dude. Yeah. like not the right nucleus i think i've said this before where that, that team in the playoffs last year with o'reilly achari mccabe coming in lafferty coming in like that was that was a like a luke shen like that was a good team that was a, a really fucking good team and they they looked good like after the trade deadline in that first round they looked good second round they looked good too they just caught just bad yeah. bounces bad they just didn't didn't go their way ran into bobrovsky who was the hot like hot, yeah. like florida went to the like like one of those things where, but you could tell like there was a good fucking team. Like it was a great additions to that team mm-hmm. this year. It's like, dude, we're not, even, we're not even close to being close. And last year I felt like we were a better team before those additions. And think of all the names I just said, McCabe, Lafferty, Shen, O'Reilly, Achari. Like we got fucking six, five, six guys at the deadline to make ourselves better. And like, we are worse off now. Like we're gonna have to get nine fucking guys this year to be good at the fucking <laughs> deadline kind of thing. So I don't know where you stand at that because as a Leafs fan, like realistically, we're going to fucking make the playoffs. We're, this, the regular season almost doesn't matter. Like we're going to be in the playoffs. Like we're a good enough team where we're going to be there. Like we're, it's ho-hum another fucking early exit for the Leafs in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's too early, man. It's too early. It is too early to tell. And I know it's a, this kind of a quicker pod that we got, but it's an early exit for the boys here today. Any final thoughts? Any fucking burrito shits you got to go out and, and take care of here, uh, Stu? Or are we all rolling pretty until the next episode? Uh, I think we're good. Uh, nothing much. Uh, we pretty much, that was entirely hockey, this one. No, nothing really too pressing in UFC to really talk about. There's a couple headlines in fucking basketball. That I don't even know if you want to talk about fucking uh, the Popovich oh, cool was the Pop or sorry the Popovich thing uh, with Kawhi last night at the free throw line was pretty cool to see corny um, corny as but fuck. it was you've not I, I don't I don't think it's corny because you've never seen it before I've never seen yeah, that before yeah, but it was corny oh nobody boo everyone treat everyone good it's fucking professional sports these motherfuckers you pay the guy and they won championships with the guy yeah, I get where he's coming from I don't Kawhi think he, fucking I don't think he was play. doing it I don't think he was doing it to be corny. No, uh, I, I I know, but that's what made it corny. It's like genuine telling fans, don't boo. It's fucking professional sports. Shut the fuck up. Coach <laughs> your team. You don't. What makes you entitled to go grab the mic and tell fans who make way less, who are p- paying their like monthly salary to fucking sit courts? I'd be like, don't boo Kawhi. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like you corny bastard. Like just you just die on the bed. Like you're old as fuck. Sit there. Holy I love you, shit. Pop. You're gonna go to the Hall of Fame. Don't be fucking going over there and thinking you can go and grab the fucking mic. Like and tell fans not to boo. This is professional fucking sports. Kawhi's got championships. He's made millions of fucking dollars. He's playing and living in LA. I don't fucking care if a fan fucking boos him when he's at the free throw line. Fuck that, Popovich. You are corny. But he's not even the worst thing in the NBA right now, dude. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, that Josh Giddy stuff. Um, see, Josh, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Like, we're, we're dude, we're... I don't even know the story about Josh Giddy. Like, I don't know if it's even like uh, confirmed, like factual, uh, whatever. Because when I tried to look it up, uh, when I like when I tried to look it up on Twitter and stuff to see where like the actual like source came from that leaked this stuff, uh, all I saw was fucking memes. 
Josh Giddy when this, Josh Giddy when that, this person when Josh Giddy does this. So, yep. uh, so I was like, all right, you know what? But I, I'm not here. We we share opinions on this podcast. We don't report the fucking news. So, uh, my opinion is is you never trust a rich guy that does TikTok for fun. All right, it just confirmed my theory, bro. I had a feel, uh, you know, I, I I thought about this before. Like, why are these dudes doing like TikTok? You know, like I guess yeah, kind of cool, but you don't need to build a personal brand. You're making millions of dollars. And then Josh Getty does this, and I'm like, all right. These guys are just weirdos, some of these guys. You know what I'm saying? They kind of stay in the shadows, you know, and don't seem like it. And then all of a sudden, you find out they're weirdos. And it's these fucking TikTok guys, bro. Never trust a rich guy that does TikTok for fun. No, dude, like Jackson Mahomes, Josh Giddy, Like, I mean, dude, I mean, I don't know if he did TikToks, but what was it, Wander Franco? Like, like just another another fucking uh, name yeah. in the list of guys that are just giddy for kitties, and it makes no fucking <laughs> sense to me. You're making millions of dollars in a mansion, you're inviting 15-year-olds, or you're even coming in any type of contact with, what is this fucking Omegle? Like, I don't yeah. even know if you remember Omegle. Like, what, did, like, it's Josh Giddy and Jackson. Like, these are the type, Wander Francos, they're just the guys that were on Omegle fucking beating off <laughs> on the camera every time you, you just keep switching, looking for somebody. It's just old dudes beating off the 13-year-old fucking girls on Omegle. <laughs> That's what Josh Giddy and Wander Franco are doing in fucking real life. It's 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 wild to me. It's wild. It's worse than the John Morant thing. Way fucking worse. The John Morant, okay, he got fucking ostracized. He got called the every fucking name in the book. No brain cells. John yeah. Morant is a fucking saint oh, yeah, compared yeah, to yeah. these absolute losers like Jack Smalls, like Josh Gidey, like Wanda Franco. These guys are fucking scum to society. If it's fucking true, which it looks like it's true, there's some Snapchats and shit from the girl like being like, I just fucked Josh Giddy, and he's like standing there in the back. It's like, you yeah. fucking idiot. Like, you are the dumbest and grossest human being in the world. That's a fucking child. Like he's probably got a fucking old sister older than that person. Like, like yeah. it's, it's fucking crazy to me that people that have millions and have every opportunity in the world are go and do that shit. And it's, it's absurd. It's, it's absurd to me. It's fucking, it's not accepted anywhere, let alone when you're on a big fucking platform like that. Um, you don't deserve to ever play a game in any fucking league ever again. You don't deserve to make a dollar from professional sports. If, if, if he stand at the free throw line, Greg Popovich would be like, don't boo. It's okay. Don't boot. Like those two are going down in fucking history together. Like <laughs> fuck that guy. Don't like fuck him. Like, I hope there's just the worst signs in every game. If he ever plays again, I hope that fucking he, he gets just booed out of every stadium. Like fuck that guy. He sucks. Warner Franco never playing the MLB again. Fuck both of them. Um, that's kind of where I fucking stand with the two issues in the NBA. We'll talk more Raptors next week. I've been really into the Raptors this season. Wrong season to be into the Raptors. It's going to be just another mediocre, like a yep. classic Toronto season. But, um, yeah, like you said, like I kind of cut you off final words because you're talking NBA. I don't know if I even let you talk on the Popovich and the and I think situation, but I, you, you covered it all. I disagree with you on the Popovich thing a little bit, but uh, you seem pretty uh, animated. So I was like, yeah, I'll just let him have it. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah, the, the giddy thing, I, just to save our tires, I will say that I, I, I saw the same pictures and videos that uh, you did, DK. I, I just, I said, the reason I said, I don't know, nobody knows. Well, I mean, we don't know the fucking girl. We have no, I don't have confirmation that she actually is 15. So I don't know if this shit's fucking completely true or not. But uh, I agree with everything you said in the scenario or in if it turns out she is indeed uh, of, fucking of high course. schooler. There's a lot of things where in this world you're innocent until proven guilty. Anything with a with a fuck with a kid, you're you're guilty until proven innocent. In my eyes, I get it. That's a bad way to think. But it's with a kid. Like you're an adult. Anything with a kid, you're guilty until proven innocent. Um, that's just my take. I mean, what that seems like pretty fucking much common sense to everybody in the world. There. Um, mm -hmm. 
Well, I know it's not common sense is you got to listen to our podcast next week. We got a big guest coming on. I like we're getting interviews with people right now that me like respectfully, Stu, like you have more of a business being in a fucking room with these guys. I have no business being on fucking camera or interviewing some of these people that we are ended up getting on this pod. And it's pretty sick that it's like the rejuvenation of Bucks on Nux. And we got a big guest coming next week. It'll be a, a nice short interview. Um, the only hint I'll give is we're looking at the Sportsnet trifecta after we have this guy back in next week. We got Bukoskis. We got another guy coming in from Sportsnet. Very prominent figure on the Sportsnet uh, hockey panel. So you'll have to tune in next week. See who it is. See what we got. Because it's like I said, I have no business being in a room with this guy. I never thought I'd be interviewing these people. For, for a podcast that me and Stu do for fun, but it shows you we're moving up. We fucking got some type of it factor that people don't like. Kyle Bukoskis and these guys aren't coming on every single podcast. It's because of the hard work Stu and I and Ty have put into this this little brand, and I put quotations around that brand that we built. And, you know, hop on before the train leaves the station. And if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it. That was the worst intro of all time, but we're fucking out of here on Bucks on Nux.